another episode of the Zirel Show with your host, Emmanuel Donga. With me today is Susan Wanjiku. She is a 25-year-old finance professional with an inordinate passion in mentoring young people. Furthermore, she has a blog dedicated to emotional wellness and mental health. Susan has a fascinating IGTV section known as Finance Friday, where she educates her audience about the basics of money, investments, basics of money, investments, and personal development. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Emmanuel, for having me. Amazing, amazing. Now, I'll just dive straight into it and yeah, just get uh, let the people know who you are and what you do. All right. So, my name is Susan, as um, Emmanuel has already let us know that I'm a, I'm a finance professional. Um, I've worked in investments and um, financial education and literacy. I'm also a personal finance coach and a life coach. I help people know how to better manage their finances. So what I usually offer is a solution focused and results oriented kind of coaching where I help um, my clients bridge the gap between where they are, whether it's in life or in their finances and where they want to be. So what I provide is just strength, a strength-based process in which I facilitate the enhancement of their personal finance practice or just their overall wellness in life. I also write and I have a blog that is dedicated to emotional wellness where my general purpose is to normalize conversations on emotional wellness and mental health amongst um, young professionals. So that's generally what I do. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, I'm actually genuinely interested in your journey and what you do, specifically how you entered the financial world. So if you could let the audience know, what's your story and what led you down this path essentially? Okay, so um, growing up, um, my parents used to have a retail shop, like those normal retail shops that we see in the estates. And so it was what I'd love to call a family-run business, but I was very, very young then, maybe around class five or class six. And I really enjoyed selling. So in fact, most times I would prefer being in the shop selling than going to school. <laughs> but um, so just generally uh, learning how to sell in the shop and how to do the end of day accounting gave me a genuine interest in um, finance at first I thought it was accounting but generally finance and so I went to Pongani Girls I finished high school and I got an A but I wasn't yeah I wasn't really interested in doing uh, you know whatever the society deems as the big careers you know being a lawyer or being a doctor not that it's a bad thing but because that wasn't anything I was interested in I always knew I wanted to get into finance so I ended up going to KU and I took a bachelor of uh, economics and finance um that was between 2013 and 2017 is when i graduated and two months after graduation i landed my first job uh in an investments firm uh so i worked in an investments firm for around two and a half years and then i resigned and started my own personal practice as a finance consultant and coach that's lovely 
Yeah. Now, tell me, what kind of a student were you in high school? And was that who you saw? You know, you mentioned to me that you were interested in finance. Back in high school, did you see yourself being where you are today? Speaking in terms of if you to give advice to a 16-year-old, a 15, 17-year-old right now. Who oh, is no. No, absolutely not. Um, high school was... Um, I think I was one of, I would call myself an average student. I wasn't entirely doing badly, but um, going to school was, um, especially coming from a humble background, was something I would I would consider a privilege, right? So I was, I was going to put my best foot forward. I was going to do the best that I can, um, if not for anything, just to make my parents proud. So that is why I worked hard in school, not really for myself then, but just so that I can make my parents proud because they were going through the most to put me through school um, at that time. So um, generally how I started being aware of myself, that happened um after i joined campus first year and i think uh through exp- a very ambitious person i've always been very driven but but by different things in different seasons of my life so once i joined um university and i got exposure and i got to attend career fairs of young people that have really um managed to achieve so much in their lives at age, it became a motivating factor and i think in campus is when i really um caught fire i would call it that and 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 decided to really put my best foot forward when it comes to life and have a vision and a goal for my life and not to be deterred just because everyone thinks i'm too young to be that focused it's amazing you know when it comes to the whole aspect of people finding themselves when you talk about you found yourself in university through the process of going to career phase and seeing people uh, discover themselves. Now, basically, uh, I'm uh, in my twenties as well, uh, and I do know that feeling of not knowing what you want to do, but then you have the desire to be more. Exactly. You, you know that you could be doing more than you're currently doing. Yeah. Now, I really like what you're doing with your IGTV section. You know, your finance yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what you're doing there and what your essentially your goal is with uh, yeah that section on IG because I, I genuinely love it. Was, uh, okay. was, uh, going. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, so I'm, I've, I've done finance and I've graduated, right? Yeah. And um, one of the things that I wish we were taught in campus is the reality of the job market in Kenya. Yeah. So I get a job and I think, wow, I've made it. I got a job two months after my graduation. You know, I'm, I'm earning this amount of money, and you think that life is okay. But the thing is, as you said, there's always this pull inside of every person when you feel that you you can be more and you, you, you can become more and you can offer more. So the more I worked and where I used to work was crazy because the working hours were insane. I would work almost 16, 15 hours a day, go home and really tired. And it became such a routine. So every, and, and with time I became demotivated. 
you know i'm not putting my best food forward no more because it it's become such a boring routine such you know you're just doing the mundane on a day to day basis so um with time i'm 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 one person who believes in educating oneself as a way of investing in yourself and it doesn't necessarily have to be somewhere where i am paying school fees so i uh, i've always been interested in literacy because when i started working in an investment firm and i started realizing the opportunities that lie there for me as an individual and especially as a young person i started wondering why we are not taught these things in school why are we not taught personal finance in school why are you not taught how to get stay out of debt and to get out of debt if you're in one why are we not sensitive identify pyramid schemes and protect yourself from such things and so the more i discovered and the more i learned and the more i bec- became nourished by the information that i was getting online and from courses that i was taking on online i decided why not because i'm very passionate about finance i'm very passionate about financial literacy but i'm also very passionate about bettering people's lives and mentoring people so i decided i have a social media account it doesn't have as many people but i know people who wait to see what i'm posting and what I'm um I'm doing with my life and that's one of the things I keep telling people that you may think that no one is watching but even if two or three people are watching and they're gaining something from what you're doing then you are impacting lives right and so that's how I decided to start the finance free and I'm offering that information for free so I'm educating young professionals and anyone who follows me on how to better manage their finances how to um sensitizing them on the investment opportunities that are there and teaching them how to be on the lookout for scams and fraudsters and just how to better themselves financially amazing amazing just diving yeah. deeper into the financial world what do you Definitely. see as a common challenge um, that you see young people make in you know in the in the world of finance that essentially need to be addressed what do you think are those one or two uh common challenges that you feel need to be addressed among young people um this would come out as a paradox but in the age of um such digital um exposure and enlightenment i feel and in and, and in an era of information i honestly think that young people have an issue with um exposure to the correct uh knowledge right um I, i think there's a lot of investment that is going into entertainment rather than education when it goes when it comes to young people and the worst thing is that uh young people think a lot of young people think that an education is just something that you get in class so majority of us when we are done with college or campus and you're not interested in taking up a masters or a phd then you think you're done being educated but um it is that i would say it's a lack of knowledge proper knowledge and a lack of investing in the things that matter so someone would literally spend say 10000 in a night clubbing and partying but that same person not um pay to attend a, a forum educating them on you know blockchain technology or cryptocurrency or just personal development it's easier for you to spend on more trivial things than to spend on actually investing in yourself 
So I think that is one of the major challenges because we have fewer we have fewer restrictions than our parents had. You know, very long ago, you know, you would have to wait six months to communicate with someone by mail. But right now, I can talk to someone who's in Ukraine from Kenya. I can attend a class online. So I, I think it is a matter of um, where our loyalties lie as young people and where our priorities lie. Amazing. Honestly, this that's been extremely informative. Also, uh, just touching on what you said in terms of how people's priorities, I'd like to call it backwards, you know. There's not really a problem. Um, okay, I'd call it a problem, but, you know, when you're in that stage, you don't see it as a problem because yeah. you know, you're not seeing the other side. You're not seeing the, 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 the untapped opportunities that you could be using with yeah. that that you have, you know, mm. because as you rightfully say, uh, said you could attend um, a two-hour um, lecture or two-hour uh, conference where you learn that one thing, that one word, that one phrase could be said that could lead to that unlock that could change, you know, your life, exactly. that could change you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And honestly, that's something that's been at the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal to come up with a fellow young professional who sees yeah. it from uh, a more accurate light because that's not exactly your world. Yeah, mm. so it's quite enlightening to get that. Yeah, so just yeah. to get into the question, uh, mm-hmm. what does success essentially mean to you in your career long term? Um, long term, I think for me, um, success really looks like a, a clarity of purpose and direction is what I would say. Um, in a world where success is defined by big titles or how much money is in your bank account, I think true success really is um, in effecting real change to people. And that is one of the reasons why I started my, my coaching practice. Because when you die, people don't remember how much money you had or how many cars you had or how many houses you had. They um, uh, true true successes in the lives that you touched and the people that you impacted, you know. So for me, success in the long term looks like um, just being very clear on what my purpose and my direction is in life and, and impacting and touching people's lives in a positive way. So if I can help people become the best version of themselves as individuals, as professionals, I think to me, I would I would honestly die a happy woman because I'm a strong believer in living out your purpose. You know, we have so many people going to jobs that they hate, having to deal with bosses they can't stand and all that. But um, yes. I keep telling people that instead of, you know, like we have so many people that die empty like you you just die having not achieved what you were here for so i keep telling people every time someone asks me susan then how do i really know my purpose how do i know <laughs> how do i know what i'm here to do because you know i'm I, I have, i'm in this job i hate it i hate what i do i know i should be doing more but what can i do and one of the things i used personally for myself was um identifying what my passions are what what are the things that make me tick what are things that genuinely excite me something i would do even without payment right and that is 
talking with people, writing about things that better other people's lives and all that. And I keep telling people, you might think that that is just a trivial or a surface answer, but I strongly believe that where your passion is, your purpose also lies there. And where your purpose is, your money lies there too. 100%. You hit the nail in the head on everything I genuinely believe in finding the passion, finding yeah. the fight and say, yeah. direction in life. Yeah. Just one bonus question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And yeah. this month or this this period that we're going through is one of the most challenging people having worldwide, not just in our region, but worldwide. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to that um, young person who is feeling like uh, nothing is going their way and mm-hmm. simply they like giving up yeah and what's that advice you give to that young person uh, listening to this right now i think the first thing i would say is that it's okay to feel depressed or anxious or like your life is almost hopeless one thing about feelings is that they demand to be felt so every time you bottle them all you do is creating a ticking time bomb within you that will eventually blow up so I think the first thing I tell people is that it's okay to allow yourself to feel a certain type of way every now and then uh, because the issue is not really in feeling those negative feelings or experiencing them but in in what you do after that so allow yourself to feel allow yourself to feel the despair the discouragement the fear the doubt but also after that um, learn to pick yourself up because if you don't show up for yourself absolutely no one else will right so i would i would, I would tell people to also embrace that life is not a it's not about um a destination it's a journey so allow yourself to be in the process because in any process there's highs and there's lows and we need to allow ourselves to you know celebrate in the highs but also in the lows you have to develop a certain sense of um uh presence you know be present in the feeling be present in the emotion but then as well realize that um i keep giving this analogy that a sink uh, a, a ship doesn't sink unless water comes into it right no matter how uh, how much the waves are raging, no matter how bad the storm is, unless you allow the water to come into the ship, that ship will not sink. And it's the same with mental health. There might be a lot of things that are frustrating you on the outside, but don't allow it to get to you. Don't allow it to get to your heart. Don't allow it to affect your purpose. Don't allow it to, uh, you know, to dim your light and your passion and the fire that is inside you. So rest if you need to, cry if you need to, but pick up, pick yourself back up again the following day and just keep doing what you're doing because life is all about seasons. They come and go. Just like the sun rises every day and sets every day, seasons do the same. So this season will come. That's such timeless and phenomenal advice. Thank As you. we wrap up, Susan, thank you so, so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank also you for having me. <laughs> Let the people know how they can get to you, uh, be in touch with you, and uh, yeah, your social media handles for them to yeah keep up with you essentially. All right. So my Facebook, um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, Susan Gishuru is my name. Gishuru. That is G I C H U R U. 
um, my Instagram handle is also the same, Susan and um, if you just send me a DM, we can communicate on email, exchange phone numbers, and um, I'm, I'm open to discussions, I'm open to coaching anyone who's interested, so that's where you can reach me. Amazing, amazing. Thank you listeners for making it all the way until the end. This has been another episode of the Zuriel Show. Stay tuned.